It's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. Economic disaster averted. On Thursday, President Biden signed the debt limit increase passed by Congress earlier in the week, avoiding a catastrophic default. But... And it's a big but. Biden also released a statement late Thursday acknowledging that Democrats will not be able to pass his Build Back Better bill, the nearly $2 trillion plan to expand the social safety net until next year. Democrats had hoped to approve the legislation before the end of this year, but negotiations are, well, moving slowly with the two obstructionists in the Democratic caucus, Joe Manchin of West Virginia and Kirsten Sinema of Arizona. In the evenly split Senate, the Democrats need every single vote in order to pass the bill. One Democratic senator, who was not named, is quoted as saying a two-week cooling off would not be the worst thing. But House Progressive Caucus leader Pramila Jayapal said that senators should stay through the holiday break until they pass the Build Back Better plan. Bernie Sanders was noticeably perturbed when he appeared on All In on MSNBC Thursday night. You got 50 people in the Republican caucus. We have gotten no support from them to lower the cost of prescription drugs, to expand Medicare, to include dental, hearing, eyeglasses. No support from them for childcare, for housing, which is all in this Build Back Better plan. No support to deal with the existential threat of climate change. So you got 50 Republicans yeah. who are not prepared to do anything for the environment of working families. You got 48 people in the Democratic caucus who are prepared, and a president of the United States prepared to think big. And you have two Democrats who, in my view, are kind of acting like Republicans. And uh, to me, I respect other people's points of view, but I do not respect the arrogance of any member of the Senate who says, you know what, I'm going to torpedo this entire bill supported overwhelmingly by the American people who are sick and tired of paying outrageously high prices for prescription drugs, sick and tired of seeing billionaires not paying their fair share of taxes, tired of seeing people sleeping out on the street, kids and families not being able to enjoy decent quality childcare at an affordable cost. And you got two people who say, you know what, Hey, if you don't do it my way, I don't care what the president wants. I don't care what 48 of my colleagues want. It's my way or the highway. And that I regard as arrogance. You can disagree. Look, I have disagreements, as you well know. All right. You fight for your ideas, but you don't say my way or the highway. And that I feel very strongly about. But the bad news for the Democrats continues as their fallback immigration proposal, a so-called parole program that would give legal status to millions of dreamers, undocumented immigrants, without a pathway to citizenship, was taken out of the Build Back Better bill by the Senate parliamentarian. This is the third time Elizabeth McDonough has ruled against the Democrats, and a few of them, including Senate Majority Whip Dick Durbin, have grown openly critical of her decisions. Many are calling for the Democrats in the Senate to overrule McDonough, but that's not going to happen. So now they want to pivot to voting rights, something that should have been at the top of their list of priorities all year. But that's also hitting hurdles, most notably Manchinema. Joe Manchin has said for months that he won't change the filibuster rule without Republican buy-in. And Kirsten Sinema just doubled down on her insistence that she will not go along with any plans to work around the filibuster. Just incredible. 
Moving on, coronavirus cases are spiking again across the nation as the Omicron variant spreads rapidly. There are more than 120,000 new cases each day on average being reported. That's a 40% increase from just two weeks ago. The Biden administration is bracing for a likely wave of Omicron infections that could overwhelm hospitals, even though preliminary research indicates it causes less severe COVID-19 than the still-dominant Delta variant. In New York, Governor Kathy Hochul said hospitalizations statewide were up by 70 percent since Thanksgiving. In New York City, positive testing rates doubled in just three days. Many offices have canceled holiday parties. Broadway shows have shut down again. Some colleges plan to go back to remote instruction after the winter break. And CDC Director Rochelle Walensky on Thursday recommended that people get either the Pfizer or Moderna coronavirus vaccines, one of the mRNA vaccines, instead of Johnson & Johnson's. Because... Agency officials have determined that the rate of a rare but potentially fatal blood clotting condition linked to the J&J vaccine was higher than previously believed. Walensky said she continued to encourage all Americans to get vaccinated and boosted and noted that the recommendation doesn't prohibit use of the J&J shot, but says other vaccines are preferable if available. Now on to the weather. We expect bad winter weather in December, but this is not normal. Violent windstorms continue wreaking havoc in the central U.S., triggering more than 400 severe wind reports between Wednesday and early Thursday between the Rockies and the Great Lakes. At least 55 reports of hurricane-force wind gusts. That's the most since 2014. About 400,000 customers were left without power. Storms ripped roofs from buildings, knocked down trees, and overturned trucks. At least one person was killed. A driver of a tractor trailer in Iowa that was knocked over by a powerful wind gust and rolled into a ditch. Nearly 20 tornadoes struck across Minnesota Iowa and Nebraska on Wednesday, just days after another swarm of extreme weather sent tornadoes tearing across Kentucky and five other states, killing upwards of 100 people. We need some good news about now, right? So while the Supreme Court and the Christian Sharia contingent on the right seem intent on taking away women's rights to make decisions about their own bodies, The Food and Drug Administration on Thursday permanently lifted a restriction against accessing abortion pills by mail. The FDA previously required women to get the pills for medication abortion in person from a health care provider. In April, the FDA temporarily suspended the requirement to obtain the drug in person due to the coronavirus pandemic. Now they've made it permanent. Just in time for the Supreme Court to say, oh, no, you can't do that. Sorry. U.S. District Judge Colleen McMahon in New York on Thursday rejected OxyContin maker Purdue Pharma's bankruptcy settlement because of a provision that protect members of the Sackler family from separate lawsuits over the role of the company's drug OxyContin in the opioid crisis. The Sackler family, of course, owns Purdue Pharma. And that's just a bit of what's news for now. I'm Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports and The Nicole Sandler Show, I hope you'll consider making a contribution. My work is fully listener-supported, and I can't do it without your help. Find out more at NicoleSandler.com, and please click on that Donate button.